Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot Z A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12.33 in Edmonton, a little over a about an hour ago, actually, maybe just under an hour ago. National Hockey League Commissioner Gary Bettman releasing a statement in light of ongoing developments resulting from the uh, coronavirus. And after consulting with medical experts and convening a conference call of the Board of Governors, the National Hockey League announcing today that it will pause the 2019-20 season beginning uh, with tonight's game. So uh, we read the entire statement to open the show. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. The title sponsor of Oilers Now is Digitex. Hugh Porter was in the house last night watching the Oilers take on the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, my man, Uncle Milt, uh, was there as well. From Brent Ridge Ford. Weathers didn't quite get it done against the Winnipeg Jets, even though they played a lot better in a lot of regards. We are going to go at this time to our Oilers Now headliner today for Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Years ago, uh, maybe at another time at another place, maybe when a guy was in his 30s and not in his 50s and when a guy thought he knew more than he really did, maybe a guy used to take the hockey end of the business a little too seriously and somebody often reminded him, Bob, you work in the toy department of life. And if that isn't uh, reinforced uh, more today than ever before, I don't know what is. Uh, we welcome to the show longtime NHLer, uh, Rogers uh, Sportsnet analyst for Edmonton Oilers Games, Louis DeBrusque. Hi, Louis. How you doing? Hey, Bob. How you doing? Good. Yeah, I know I, I can't agree more. I heard what you said there when you just, you know, coming into the conversation here about... Uh, you know, this puts things really in perspective for everybody, I think. And you're right. We do play in a business, uh, in, a, in a job, I should say, that uh, is based around a game. I know it's big business. I know it's a passion. I know people are very frustrated with how this has gone down. But there's a bigger picture here, and I think everybody understands that. And, um, I agree with you. I agree with you that that's what happens in situations like this, is that you look um, at the whole big picture and understand this is the right call right now. And... You know, take it day by day and see where this goes. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, you used to skate with some of the guys over at the University of Alberta. Some of those guys ended up becoming doctors. And, uh, you know, they can... Um 
they can help you during a, a, a you know an open heart surgery to keep your child alive, or they can deal with you if you have prostate cancer or something like that. And to me, um, we don't. I don't like using the word hero on the show a lot to describe players because uh, you know we're in the entertainment business, and Louis, guys like you and me. Uh, and you were part of that entertainment as a player. I was not, but I, I get a comment on that. Um, and it is all about, you know, like you, you sit there and, and now we've got some, some real challenges and some things to overcome. And uh, people need to stay as strong as possible and support each other as much as they possibly can. But we are truly, Louie, in uncharted waters here, are we not? No question. I mean, uh, I can't help but think back to 1994. You know, I'm, you know, when this when this happened and this announcement was made, the season was being um, put on pause for right now. Not didn't say canceled; it's put on pause. They're going to monitor it. And, and but for me, you know, in '94 we went through a training camp, we went through exhibition games, and then we walked into walk into the building and the doors were locked. It was a lockout. And talking with my son this morning a little bit as well, it's a similar feeling for the players. You come to work one day and everything is fine. The next day, it's not so fine. But that's just not the players. That's everybody involved. Anybody that has anything to do with the National Hockey League, from anybody that works at that building, from fans, from vendors, you name it. I mean, this trickle-down effect is huge for the amount of people that are affected by this. But this is what this world is dealing with right now. And that's the only thing that I can think of to, to kind of put it in comparison one day there's work, the next day there's not, and now it's part of the adjustment is just, you know, right now just waiting to see what happens. And it's a real tough thing to say, but you're in you're in a holding pattern until we figure out exactly what's going to happen here in the coming days and coming weeks. And it's not just extended to sports. Uh, just in the last couple of minutes, Live Nation, who basically assist in booking the uh, biggest events in the world, have announced that they're planning to pause all tours uh, uh, due to coronavirus as well. So uh, there you have it. I know you mentioned uh, talking to Jay. I mean, th- what's crazy, Louis, is at this time yesterday, I didn't see, like, this is how quickly and how fluid oh. the situation... It's unbelievable. I didn't expect that. I mean, we were just we were just on a road trip in Chicago. You know, we obviously have been having conversations about this, Bob. You and I and yeah. people. It's like, listen, it's, it's inevitable. You have to. You have to. If you if you haven't been monitoring this a little bit, then you know I don't think that's a wise decision either. You should be as informed as possible on what's going on. But at the same time, we looked at it kind of like every other thing that's come through over the last. 20, 30 years and understood that, listen, you wash your hands, you make sure you're trying to be in environments where it's clean, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I didn't see this turning this quickly. I didn't see this happening this quickly. And this the game started last night. It was another hockey game. And we had found out there was potentially going to be teams, especially in the San Jose area, that they were going to play to empty buildings. The Columbus-Pittsburgh game was going to be played to an empty building. And you know, that's when the red flag goes up and you say, wait a second, is it, do you really want to play in front of an empty crowd? Like, is this not going too far with this? And obviously with the NBA making the decision they made with uh, Colbert coming out as testing positive, and then you know what? Shut it down. It's it's the right call to follow suit and just to try and get a grasp on this and a handle on this as much as you possibly can to something that you really can't control. And we don't even... We have no idea. Like, uh, you know, the MLS suspended play for 30 days, so they've 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 suspended a month. Somebody says, "What are we looking at? Three weeks here, a month?" We don't know at this stage. We just know that yeah. the National Hockey League has decided to pause things at this stage. Somebody asked me a question, Louie, and I'm going to throw it back at you because you're a former NHL player. 
the players want to play. Would they be prepared to play in July to get a winner for the Stanley Cup? If I mean, if you had to shut things down from March, the uh, for the sake of argument, Louis, let's say yeah, you the sh- March, let's from, say March. Let's say from March 12th until the end of April, and start started up in May 1st, which would give us seven weeks, say six and a half weeks. Would the players be willing to play? Uh, you know, May, June, and into early July, if need be. I would say 100. percent Yeah. You know, I, I I don't see. That's just my own personal opinion. I can't speak for the other 800 plus players in the National Hockey League. Um, but yeah, of course, you want to go back to work. You want to go back and play. And there's there's unfinished business here for a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams that are right in the hunt, trying to battle to get into the playoffs for the first time. The Edmonton Oilers being one of them. Um, and you know what? There's teams that are on top of the league that have had tremendous seasons. There's personal um, things you're playing for as well. I mean, yeah, I think there's no question that if this thing gets resolved and uh, things look good after a period of time, I, I, I don't think there's any question that the players would want to go back to work and finish the season and play for Stanley Cup. That's my opinion. That's what I think. That's what I would want to do if I was in that situation. And uh, you can always alter the start of next season to try and to try and weather that a bit if you had to, maybe shorten up the exhibition season. Maybe, you know, there's lots of things you could do. The bye week all of a sudden goes away for a year. You can make up some time there, maybe start the season a little bit later. There's lots of things I think you can adjust once you have the time to, to plan for it. But from right now, um, that's, to me, the most difficult thing that I think is going to happen here is trying to reschedule all these games um, three weeks to a month later. This is this is going to be a, a daunting task. Can it be done? Yes. and. You know, let's let's cross our fingers and hope that for the world, this this passes by and everything goes back to the way it was. Uh, Louis, you played in the league uh, in ninety four, ninety five. You already referenced that the lockout that year, mm-hmm. the first half of the season. I can recall because I was in Prince George, BC, working when the New Jersey Devils won the Stanley Cup. It was like June twenty third, twenty fourth. So yep. there's my July first angle. I mean, it, well, here's the thing: you can again. Um, this is all. Hypothetical. You know, taking it hypothetically guessing at this, but you can not have two days in between every game in the final. You can shorten that up to one day in between. You can even have a couple back-to-backs. I mean, whatever you need to do to adjust that to make it work in the time frame that you have to work with. Um, I would even say go first rounds go down to a five-game series. I don't think they're going to do that, but I'm just saying there's lots of things that if that was to happen and you were trying to salvage a season, which everybody I think hopes that happens, right. we're going to try and salvage a season. Let's let's face it. I know we're dealing with bigger issues here. <clears throat> Excuse me, but just the hockey world. Of course, they want to salvage the season. Of course, they want to finish because you've gone so far. Um, and from a player's perspective, honestly, Bob, that's what they're thinking about right now. I know it's everybody has their own little worlds and everybody's in their own worlds, but that is their world. So when the doors close, like happened this morning, that's why I referenced the 94 lockout. It was a shock to everybody. It was a real shock. It was you walked in there and we all kind of had heard rumblings, just like there were rumblings about this potentially happening with the NHL pausing the season. Um, but until it happens, it's, it's still a shock when it does happen because you're like, wow, it hits you right in the face. And you're like, okay, what do we do now? And that's the biggest question right now is um, everybody's sitting here saying, what do we do right now? What, what exactly is the next step? And 
projects that have to wait and see. We're joined by our Oilers Now headliner, Louis DeBrus, brought to you by Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Louis, guests on our show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, Taylor, and the staff that Oilers now sent you, Roos Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. And, I mean, this is going to affect, it's not lost on, when you're in the entertainment business, and hockey is the entertainment business, the, the players are way more cognizant than, than, than the average, uh, you know, they're aware today. Social media helps in that regard. Uh, we know the economy's hurting here a bit in Alberta. There's been some challenges. There's going to be some people going through some real tough times here. Uh, everyone's going to have to batten down the, the, the hatches a bit. And uh, we, we we saw a bit of that empathy last night, you know, Darnell Nurse and Connor McDavid talking after the game about what is the priority, and the priority is public health over everything else, and that probably wouldn't surprise you. The question I have for you is, compared to when you play, maybe you can educate our listeners, how much better equipped today's player is to deal with health challenges than, say, 25 years ago, Louis? Well, I think just information... You know, I think that's the number one thing that comes to mind, Bob. And just, just the, you know, we, we talk a lot about social media in, in a negative form. Uh, as a platform, sometimes can be very negative, but it's also very positive in the sense that information gets out there very quickly. So I think everybody's more connected. I think people are more aware. And I think that, number one, allows people to be more informed and just make better decisions on what they're going to do moving forward. Um from a player's perspective, though, I think the league is always trying to improve. It's never complacent with just being in the situation that it is. They're always trying to improve and be, again, more informed, more educated to be able to understand and deal with things that arise in short notice. Um, I just want, this one here is, is something that's taken the whole world by storm, and I think that um, everybody's adjusting to it right now. Everybody personally and every business business respectively are dealing with it in their own personal ways and own own company ways but uh but i think that we can all agree that we're all in this this is this is something that's affecting everybody and it doesn't matter what walk of life what job you have where you live this is affecting people and um that's where we are right now and that's just the reality of it and that's a big slap in the face but that's where we are is it trite to even discuss last night's game i mean isn't it ironic that the Oilers yeah, get out shot know, they I, get they get out shot four games in a row uh didn't play great you know, uh, Koskinen got him five points out of a possible six in his three starts. They probably deserved to win the game last night against Winnipeg and give credit to Connor Hellebuck. He found a way to get them the result they needed. I agree. You know, I, I have the same feel in the game. I think it was karma a little bit. I know Connor used that word in his post game, and I thought they played pretty well. It was a really solid hockey game, much like the game that uh, a week and a half on the Saturday night was versus Winnipeg. Two very good teams going at it. Winnipeg's getting healthy. Um, but again, like you say, you can't continue to play turnover hockey in situations and expect your goaltender to bail you out each and every time. And I think they got bit again last night in a couple situations where they gave opportunities to a very skilled team that made them pay. Uh, I like their game. I thought it was a pretty solid back and forth, maybe a little bit too much exchanging for my liking, to be honest. But you know what? Um, it was an exciting game. It was it was a real solid hockey game. That's all I can say. I, I looked at that and said, you know what? Again, it had a playoff feel to it. Every moment was big, and that breakaway goal by Connor in the third period. It was a prime example of a play that Drysaddle can make 
99.9 times out of 100, but the one time he doesn't make it, it bites you because a very good player is a lone score. So. Yeah, he's a heck of a guy. That's how I saw it. Where were you supposed to be this Saturday, Louie? Saturday, Calgary. Sunday, Vancouver. So, so it was Winnipeg, Winnipeg in a back-to-back situation on a Saturday and then a Sunday. Yeah, like those were going to be huge games with ramifications. Yep. And yep. we were going to be. And you hope, and you hope that when this all settles, that uh, they continue to be huge games. You know, yeah. that's what you hope, and uh, you know we can we can cross our fingers on that, and, and hope that uh, when this does settle down and and uh, we get over this, that they can resume. I mean, I know that's the hope, that's the wish, that's what they want to do, that's what they've stated, but. Uh, only time will tell now, to be honest. We can only sit here and wait and see what happens. Yeah, and that's, and that's I mean, that's the challenge, right? In a perfect world, you finish out the regular season. It ain't, you know, the way this is going right now, uh, you know, we're going to have more cases in Canada. That's inevitable. Yeah. That's going to transpire. And, and again, I reference the piece written uh, in McLean's today. Uh, it basically says coronavirus, what Canada can expect to happen in the next couple of weeks. And, uh, the hope is to flatten the curve in terms of the cases. And uh, Japan had a very slow and steady rise. Is that what might happen in Canada? Is is Canada in better shape because Canada rolled out diagnostic, uh, diagnostic testing early on? Um, is a surge coming to Canada? All these sort of questions are answered in a really well-written piece uh, in McLean's today. So, hey, Louie, we appreciate your time. Not a, uh, Obviously, what have... Uh, well, we're, we're going to have, uh, over the next couple of weeks, you know, I, I think we have to be pragmatic and realistic. Um, the pause is probably going to last uh, at least a little bit here. And we look yep. forward to touching base with you, and uh, maybe we'll do a little bit more old-school hockey storytelling when we get you on next week, okay? Sounds good, Bob. I understand. Thanks a lot, man. Take care. You bet. All right. That is Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet. It is 149 in Edmonton. Uh, we'll get to NHL today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. And uh, hit on some text on our Ashley Fine Flores text line when we return on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It's 1253 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. I believe we'll get an update from Alberta Health Services today at about 330 as of yesterday, 19 cases of uh, coronavirus, COVID-19 in the province of Alberta. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer and Brendan S. Scott with you, obviously. Uh, the top story, certainly for uh, those of us that uh, have the privilege of working uh, in the business, but for a lot of fans, National Hockey League pausing on the heels of the NBA, pausing 
last night, Gary Bettman stating today uh, that the NHL has been attempting to follow the mandates of health experts and local authorities while preparing for any possible developments without taking premature or unnecessary measures. However, following last night's news that an NBA player tested positive for a coronavirus, and given that our league shares so many facilities and locker rooms, it now seems likely that some member of the NHL community would test positive at some point. It is no longer appropriate to try to continue to play the games at this time. So the league is paused. And that's all we got at this stage. Uh, let's get into NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs where your order is done on time every time at Elite Promotional Marketing. I saw Drew Shamhorn from Elite uh, in Chicago. He was talking to Troy Parchman, who was a University of Saskatchewan grad that's worked for the uh, Blackhawks for a number of years. They're down right now. The University Cup Championship is still being currently played in uh, Nova Scotia. And the Huskies, who won the Canada West after Alberta was stunned by UBC, that's that's one of the few... Finland, they're still playing hockey as well. I saw a tweet from uh, Dustin Nielsen about the yes, the Poliarvi update, so they must still be playing there. But let's get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs where your order is done on time every time Elite Promotional Marketing. Here's Brendan Escott. Brendan. Well, you can imagine, Bob, that this is much lighter than it typically is. Uh, the NHL suspending the regular season until further notice. So the Oilers right now sitting in second in the Pacific, three points back of Vegas, four up on Calgary. The Bakersfield Condors are scheduled to play a pair of road games against the Grand Rapids Griffins this weekend. I suppose that's put on hold as well. Oil Kings were set to start a home-and-home with Lethbridge tomorrow night. Sunday, the return fixture was scheduled at Rogers Place, expecting to hear this afternoon, maybe even while we're still on the air in that 2 to 3 o'clock hour that uh, they will follow suit with the NHL. One team or league, as you mentioned, still going. Number one seed, U of A Pandas playing the host University of Prince Edward Island at the U Sports Women's Hockey Championship tonight. That's 4 o'clock Ched time. All right, uh, TSN's Bob McKenzie uh, reporting that uh, Rene Fassell has told him the uh, under-18 World Championships scheduled next month in Plymouth and Ann Arbor, Michigan, officially cancelled. Self-evident, says McKenzie in the tweet, after the U.S.-Europe travel ban. And that was, uh, you know, let's not forget the Women's World Championship was cancelled before. Uh, they have not officially canceled the Men's World Championship, which was supposed to take place in Switzerland. And they still have time because that event's not until May. So, again, ongoing story here. This fall, <laughs> you can join New West Travel, Dennis Laliberti, a spectacular 20-day trip to South Africa. This tour includes uh, visits to Cape Town, coastal villages, the famous Victoria Falls, plus two exciting safaris, Enjoy five-star hotels and meals as well. Book now. Save $1,000 per couple. Call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com. Again, you can text us at uh, 780-496-0063. Bob, uh, you saw that the NBA player, uh, the texter used a different term to describe him, touched the press recording equ- equipment on the table. That was uh, Rudy Gobert from Utah. Yes, uh, he did that on Monday. 
Oh, boy, 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 boy. Carson has texted us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. If the NHL just comes back for the playoffs, make note all the Western Canadian teams would be in. Is that correct? Are we doing that based on point percentage or based on current standings? Because I think if you didn't finish the regular season, you kind of would have to do it on point percentage, and I'm not sure all four Western Canadian teams would be in. That would be great if that was the case. This text out of Saskatchewan. So, Bob, does this mean... And again, right now the league is on pause. Uh, that the Oilers would not owe a third-round draft choice to Calgary for James Neal because he didn't get the 21 goals. Uh, well, again, that would be premature. But theoretically, if we didn't play any more regular season games and ended up getting going in the playoffs, yes, that would be the case. That the Oilers would not. I would think that you know, it's a pure hypothetical. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves there. When we come back uh, in the second hour of the show, we are going to take some calls, but not right away, because uh, we're going to hear from Brian Burke. He's worked in the league office. He's going to have a handle list. John Shannon, too, worked in the league office. We'll get Mark Spector thoughts. Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack. After a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.